0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Hello, Pete Wright. Hi, Nikki. This is a very—it's a big day.
1: It is. I have a new microphone stand.
0: It is. <laughs> it's perfect. We have the same. We're samezies now. But you don't like. We're gonna fix it because mine. I think. I think what I send you is gonna make things better. For the live stream, so. you can see that Nikki is talking behind a giant robotic arm, but it's okay. We're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. Yes. Fix it, Felix.
1: I'm I'm hopeful for that. I'm
0: very excited about that, uh, but it is great and so quiet. And so hopefully we'll have fewer <laughs> mic stand issues. Crashes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are talking, uh, we're, we're changing gears today. I'm pretty excited about this transition <laughs> because it's a... Series on transitions uh, that we're going to do here. We've got a little trio of conversations that I, I think we're we're practicing the uh, the making active transitions by transitioning. The series right around a major seasonal transition and so we're going to talk about it for three straight weeks we're going to talk about what transitions are like. And we're starting today with micro transitions or context shifts that sometimes play at those of us living with ADHD and I have to tell you I was doing some research on it and I'm I'm, I'm gonna tease this. My mind is blown by a perspective shifting way to think about transitions And
1: oh, I cannot wait I've been I have been, I have been
0: shook for the last several hours since I discovered this. Shook Nikki Kinzer.
1: That's exciting.
0: I think so too. So we're gonna do that, but first, Head over to TakeControlADHD.com to get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to our mailing list, and we will send you an email each time a new episode is released. Connect with us on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest at ADHD. But to really connect with us, join us at the ADHD Discord community. We love it, love it, love it over there. And it's super easy to jump into the general community chat channels, now many channels, uh, it's, it's really blossoming and I've been getting some nice comments from people who were like, thank you for opening up the, the, the discord community for those of us who are non-members, which is awesome. I'm thrilled, thrilled, thrilled that you all are here. Make sure to introduce yourself in the introductions channel. It's so great. Uh, you can jump over to that main intro, uh, the main invitation page at takecontroladhd.com slash discord you'll be whisked over to that page. You can log in or create your own Discord account. If you're looking for a little bit more, however, particularly if this show has ever touched you or helped you understand your relationship with ADHD in a new way, please consider supporting this show directly through Patreon. Patreon is listener-supported podcasting. With a few bucks a month, you can help guarantee that we continue to grow the show, add new features, and invest more heavily in our community. Visit patreon.com slash podcast. To get started today, thank you for your support. Nikki, we're going to pivot.
1: Pivot! Pivot! Given our
0: community reactions to friends' memes, I don't know if I should regret that comment, but I'm going to stick with it. Oh, it's
1: going to be there. You know, in Discord. I I wonder how fast
0: it will be there. In fact, oh, Uh, it's probably already there. Given the lag between when we speak and the the live stream hits, the, the few seconds, I'm I'm sure it's already there. Uh, we're going to be talking about transitions, so let's start uh, talking about the challenge of transitions, and in this case, micro transitions for people living with ADHD. Go ahead, Coach. What do you got?
1: All right. Well, let's start with what we're talking about. What does it mean? What's a micro transition? Mm -hmm. It's the small transition. So it's the things that you're seeing on a daily basis. It's switching from one task to another. Uh, which can be extremely difficult to do. Uh, It can also be from moving one conversation uh, topic to another conversation topic, which happens all the time when you're talking and you happen to have ADHD or the person you're talking to has ADHD. And uh, just like regular routine type of things like waking up in the morning, that's a transition of being asleep to being awake.
0: That's the real pain point uh, for me. I just have to say, like that transition and going to sleep. Those two yes. transitions are very, very difficult.
1: Yes. Well, and I'll tell you, in the last couple of weeks, uh, we've been working on the GPS promotion. And the transition that's been hard for me is going into dinner. Yeah, Oh, I because totally i know that like i'll be in this like you know mode of getting things done and working and i know i need to eat and but i know that once i eat i'm probably not going to go back to work and yeah. so that transition has been has been difficult and uh yeah change of location when you're leaving the house when you're having to go to the grocery store um all of those little micro transitions that we deal with every day. And a lot of times people don't understand that it's really difficult for ADHDers to have, to make those transitions. And it's a surprise sometimes when they realize, oh, okay, well, that starts to make sense that it's it's their ADHD showing up mm-hmm. um, because they don't necessarily pinpoint that it's the transition that's giving them difficulty.
0: For sure. Yeah, this yeah. is exactly where I am. And and we started talking about the perils of transitions some years ago on the show, right? I, it, it's been a while. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And
0: that was one of the mind-blowing experiences for me was figuring out that, you know what, like, this is not... This isn't strictly an uh, ADHD hyper thing. This isn't strictly like, uh, you know, something I'm working on right now. It's the act of changing gears. It's the act of my brain saying, okay, we're doing this one thing and now we have to do another that, is, that, that just completely blows up my day. And it blows up my day in some kind of weirdly insidious ways that, that aren't related just to I can't get started on the next thing, but I'm mad. I'm like viscerally angry with myself or and it can come out at other people. I'm sad that I feel like I've let myself down by not finishing before the transition. And none of those emotional experiences are put into words related to the transition itself. And it's the transition Mm -hmm. experience itself that is the culprit for me.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a very good way of explaining it.
0: I'm I'm curious when you in, in terms of the work that you do with clients and what you see, What is the when you when you think about micro transitions, what is the the real sort of central weight of transition? What are the kinds of transitions that people have the most trouble with?
1: I would say the task switching uh, and balance in their schedule. Right. So, you know, we talk a lot about time blocking and I see that the transition with time blocks can be really difficult for people. It's it's a very common um, complaint or challenge that I hear is that you want to work on multiple projects in one day, but you can only do one at a time, Mm -hmm. right? And so if you start on project A and you find that it's taking longer than what you expected, which almost always happens.
0: Yeah, for sure. I
1: don't know why this still surprises us, but it always (laughs) happens that this is something that's going to take longer. And now I've I've told myself when I did my planning that I was going to switch and do something else. And I don't want to do that now. Mm -hmm. And so I get hyper-focused on this one. And then at the end of the day, I feel bad because I didn't get to all three. And I really only worked on one, which took longer than what I expected it to take. And that's frustrating. Um, So I I think it's the task switching and, and that time blindness of not being able able to, um, it's just not easy to stop.
0: Yeah. You yeah. know,
1: it, it's just not easy.
0: So I know we have a lot of other stuff to talk about, and I want to talk about it. But can I tell you the thing that blew my mind in my research this week? Because I think it might color some of the other things that we talk about.
1: Yes, okay. please.
0: It's not the transition itself. It's not changing context. It's about changing rewards. Just let that sink in for a minute. It's about the changing rewards that give us the challenge. Do you have an, I'm going to give you an example, Um, but do you have kind of an intuitive reaction to that before I do?
1: Well, my intuitive reaction is that this is exciting because rewards is a dopamine hit. And ADHD Mm -hmm. minds like dopamine.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They sure do.
1: So please expand. What do you mean by this? It
0: starts when we're kids, right? Think about this. You have a kid who's having trouble with, and ADHD is the culprit, and it's clearly the culprit. The kiddo is out on the playground, and they're telling jokes, and they're cracking people up because they're center of attention. What is the reward in that scenario?
1: The attention, the feeling good, the, the laughs. happiness, yeah, the laughs, They're getting like laughs everybody's from other like, people. Right.
0: Okay. Now 15 minutes goes by. Recess is over. Kiddos got to change contexts and go into the classroom. But the reward is different now. The reward is not getting laughs, the reward is paying attention. Right? Paying attention leads to rewards of good grades and teachers' attention and all that stuff. But the ADHD brain is still anticipating the laughs. And so the kiddo is still making jokes. Right? That's what ends up causing the disruption in the classroom.
1: Yes, because what I'm understanding is that when you're getting that laughs, you're getting that instant gratification. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about as a reward as being a focused student is long term. Yeah. That's like way far in advance. Yeah. Like that has nothing to do with what's going on right now in my right.
0: life. Right. And so I this yeah. is something I've never really considered that for me I never look at when I'm working on something and I feel like the reward I'm getting is the, is the ability to be able to move through something or play a video game and get to the end of a level or accomplish something. Like I never look at the explicit reward that I'm getting or even the implicit reward that I'm getting from that activity. And I absolutely never look at the reward for, for the next activity that I have to do. I'm just mad that I know somehow There's this unspoken truth that that reward is not as good as the one that I'm getting right now. Right. And we can call it the dopamine hit, whatever we want. But really, ADHD folks have no trouble transitioning if the reward structure is the same. Right. Right. I actually have zero trouble changing video games. Right. I have zero trouble with that. I have zero trouble finishing a great book and hyper focusing on the book and knowing that I haven't eaten for the last five hours and knowing that I should probably eat. But also I have another great book on my bedside table that I also need to read or research or whatever. I have zero complication making that transition, not because specifically the context has changed, though it has by dint of the reward changing. I'm no longer getting the the reward of the research of the the push of, of feeling like I'm accomplishing that thing, and that's the thing I'm most interested in. Right, The, the transitions involving changing rewards uh, is is actually a big component of being able to successfully navigate. The other side of it, and and I, it was actually funny. This was in the, originally the Journal of uh, Child Psychiatry and, and Psychology, and it was a 2021 uh, article. And um, they they said this is a great new thing we've just discovered about ADHD. Well, uh, not really. Like we with ADHD, we we get it, but <laughs> we, the,
1: we we knew this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we knew
0: this was going on. But the uh, the whole idea that we can be more explicit about and more aware of. The rewards we're getting from this activity and be very explicit about the changing rewards to come can actually make transitions easier. If you tell yourself, I know that the thing I need to do after this is going to be giving me some other thing or there will be some other reason to do it and be really clear about that, you can soften the blow of the transition and frankly, give yourself something a little bit to look forward to.
1: Well, that's interesting. So yes, I was, I think you answered my question that I didn't actually ask yet. I love seeing the future. Right, I know. Uh, Because my my question was going to be, so how do you make going back into the classroom as fun as being out in the playground? Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is that there's got to be some kind of like almost internal dialogue of you reminding yourself of why it's a good thing to also be in the classroom. Is, is that what I'm getting? That's
0: right. And that in the in this article, when pivoted toward children, it's all about the the practitioners saying, hey, teachers, let's figure out what the uh, let's figure out what the ancillary benefits of being in the classroom are and make sure we're selling those. Right. To the ADHD.
1: Right. Brains. Because this is what I'm thinking is that when you said teachers, that's where I was going mm-hmm. with it, too. I think you're reading my Mind today. It's a little weird, a little creepy. Maybe it's this new microphone stand that's happening. I don't know. But (laughs) but it's so interesting because that's what I was thinking is that okay, you have a teacher, you know this about your students because it's probably more than just one, right? Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a a group of people, all students, ADHD or not, that's gonna be difficult to to have fun and then go into this boring, you know, environment. So then it is, it's like teaching the student or the teacher, like what can you make. How do you make that transition fun? So you could almost make a game out of it. Like everybody that can sit down and be quiet and freeze. Yeah. Like you could do like freeze tag or something. They all get a sticker or something like that, right? Like yes. you can make it you can make it fun. You
0: can make it fun. And how do you do that for yourself as an adult, right? You how, get a lot of stickers. But more stickers turns out more <laughs> stickers. I I think that there is there's really something to that. So when we talk about um you know how we manage right the 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 dopamine <laughs> the, the dysfunctional dopamine relationship it yes. it's, it's important to treat yourself and this is the way what keeps coming up in my mind is to treat yourself like the dopamine puppy like don't be afraid to give yourself immediate reward and that's the that's the piece that the researchers came out with was like you know rewards can uh can warm up the brain for the next thing to come and we've talked about this time time and time again which is that when we need to warm up our brains for a task, it's okay to give yourself the reward first. If you need to play wordle for a, a little bit or if you need to do your duolingo for a little bit to get your brain engaged and warmed up, that can be the reward for the task that is yet to come. And that's not how we think in the other uh, in the other piece, right? Like that's not how we think when when we don't have such a spectacularly neurodivergent brain as we all have. like usually mm-hmm. rewards come after their presence for a job well done. In this case, you give yourself the present as a reward for changing gears, right? Is is to give yourself yes. a treat, a puppy treat. Yes.
1: And this, what you're explaining reminds me of when we're talking about... And I'm pretty sure I've used this before in the podcast. If you want to be an Eeyore or if you want to be a Tigger going into a task, Mm -hmm. that going into a harder task, right, we want to be Tigger. We want to be excited. We want to be jazzed. And the way to do that is exactly what you're saying. Do something fun first and get that brain going with dopamine. And then it actually becomes a lot easier to get into the harder task. And that's the same with transition is that now it's easier to transition because you have that, you know, reward. Yeah. Uh, and Eeyore would be, you know, you going into the task or the transition with with that Eeyore persona. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do this. This exactly. is hard. And right. So, yeah, it is hard. And,
0: and I want to I just want to reflect for a minute on the other side of this, like everything I'm talking about assumes like you uh, assumes a pretty standard sort of schedule. But the reality is, for me, at least sometimes when I'm getting things done, I don't want to transition. Right. Like I or I need to not transition. I've finally gotten to a point where I am accomplishing a task that needs to get done. And maybe, you know, uh, you know, how how am I going to get to the other side of that? And I think all (laughs) eventually the world intervenes for me, at least like eventually kid will come home for dinner or, you know, there will be some sort of activity that I need to transition to. That's what I'm talking about. When the world intervenes. Right. When I know I I have to close shop.
1: I also have to say that there's something about trying to plan for them a little bit, too, because in our GPS sessions, uh, we had a a member who said, you know, I'm going to add this to my GPS process. And she wrote, what transitions do I have to plan for today? And I thought that was brilliant. So good that I ended up putting it onto the slide as part of the questions that you ask yourself yeah. in that process. It's really because good. Because it's so good because now you're looking at your your day and you're thinking, what do I have, what transitions do I have to plan for? And now we can use that strategy of adding buffer time, right? And knowing that I need more than 15 minutes to switch a task. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give myself a half hour and I think just having, you know, and and like you said, you're definitely going to have life happens and it's going to just, you know, it's probably going to screw it up your plan, but you have a plan and you're, you're, you're expecting it to happen rather than having it happen. And then you're surprised. Yeah,
0: for sure. That's, I mean, that's exactly what it looks like. So um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's really interesting. And one of the things, you know, I, so as, a, as an aside, um, the new season of What's That Smell, now titled All the Feelings, is live. And in some of my research, we came up with this thing for, for a show we recorded yesterday that I've been thinking a lot about. And it, it goes back to behavioral research studies from um, you know, Philip Zimbardo and uh, Stanley Milgram. And these are guys who did some very dark behavioral research, right? One was the uh, Zimbardo's was the Stanford prison experiment and Stanley Milgram was the buzz machine, right? It's how do we respond to authority? Uh, and so if somebody in a white lab coat tells you, push this button, it's going to electrify this guy in the other room, you'll do it. That's what they ended up discovering because humans are uh, awful. And the Stanford Prison Experiment, they put college kids, you're a prisoner and you wear the trappings of a prisoner and you're going to go in this cell in the basement at Stanford and then you guys are going to be the the guards and you're going to wear guard uniforms and carry batons and stuff like that. And they had to end the experiment because they they their brains took on those roles too well and they became... Uh, awful and contentious and beat each other. And it was terrible. So there's a lot of just horrible, horrible stuff that our brains can be triggered to do with external stimulus. So why don't we use that power for good? Right? Like, why can't we use some of the external trappings for good to trigger that positive response to change and and learn lessons from, you know, what these guys have been teaching us for 40 so, 50 years
1: this is an extension of your kind of aha yeah. moment of this i can look at this differently yes yeah yeah it really is
0: that's my that's what i'm i'm working on right now actively is how do i use this so, research to change the way i think about my transitions
1: tell us tell us what are you how are you working on it well like, i know, I, well, I don't particular... have an answer yet i got
0: three weeks to do this series you gotta give, give me a week <laughs>
1: I, I want to know right I now, what are you doing to change your well, life just, right now? I
0: just learned this thing. I'm <laughs> partaking in the miracle of flight right now. Give me a minute to enjoy it.
1: <laughs> okay, so that's what's to come because I think it's
0: really important, and and I will say next week we're going to be talking about larger transitions, right? And as as it happens, yes. we have uh, we have uh, Tommy from All the Feelings who's going to be joining us, and we're going to have a three way conversation about this because as it happens, he's learning the same thing as I am, and so uh, I I think it will be a good ongoing continuous conversation. How do we build more transition treats? uh, into our, into that. our days. Transition yeah. treats. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's really what good. I think it is. And you and know I what it is? It. You know what it really is, Nikki? This goes back to our presentation at Chad in 2019, 2020 20, about 2020. the joy, the joy jar, oh, right? Joy. Like a joy yes. jar is full of transition treats. Really? Right. Like, it really is.
1: Yeah. It, these,
0: this is like, how are we using external stimulus to trigger our brains to do something that we wanted to do in a positive way? That's what I, that's what I'm excited to do.
1: And I love that we're starting this off really around your mindset, Mm -hmm. you know, really around how you how you're thinking of these transitions and how to uh, work with them. Because it's really hard to work against them because yeah. they're going to happen no matter what. They yes. happen. They happen. So, and, and all of yeah. the same things I think are
0: true. It's not like I'm going to stop setting reminders, right? It's not right. like no. I'm going to stop using all the other external triggers that I have in my life to actually do things, Absolutely. right? I'm still yeah. going to time block. I'm still going to do all those things. What I'm trying to do is, let's say, time blocking on my schedule, that fine line. Between two events that stack up next to each other, mm-hmm. I'm focusing my mindset on that line. What is that mm-hmm. line going to look like? Because I can choose to have it look like concertina wire and horror. Mm-hmm. But I can also choose to, to take a little nap in a feather bed on the way to my next thing. Uh, have some, thing. some, have some treats, transition have treats. Some- it's all yeah. about transition treats. I wonder if that's Love not it. a thing I should be building into my schedule. Right, borrow time from each of those tasks and have a standing template that's like, here's a ten minute transition treat. Uh, Love it, and and work that into my schedule. So there'll probably some be more of that in in coming weeks. I'm I'm really fascinated by all of this because it it impacts. Uh, all the other stuff, right? It impacts lateness. It, it impacts job performance and performance. It in, impacts my reputation with others. Like it impacts my health and wellness. It impacts my ability to get up and do the rowing machine the way I've committed to do. Uh, mm-hmm. So m- all of that. This is great. Do you think?
1: I-, I think this is great. I hope so. What a great way to start <laughs> into a new uh, seasonal transition. Right. I love the transition. And it's actually, it's interesting because we did this whole thing about games Mm -hmm. and now we're making transitions fun. Yeah, So really there is this huge connection between what we were talking about and what we're talking about going forward. So I love it. Thank you, P. Right, Was that it? Are you
0: done? Do you have anything else? I think so. Okay. Well, that was it.
1: But this is my thought is I like that we're talking about the mindset of it today.
0: Yeah, all the tools, we count on all the tools. And let's just say, you know, the tools are, you know, notes and systems and planners and all of those things. We've talked about those before. Have those. We're not saying anything about not using those things. We need to use those things. And also, maybe the way we think about them and the way we transition through them. That's it. Because, man, if you
1: can start thinking differently, then I think you start thinking differently about all of the tools.
0: Yeah. I think we need to make a a logo for transition treats. Like we need a logo of like a puppy.
1: Like a little puppy dog treat that has like a big T, yeah. like a little biscuit that's a T yeah, or something. Yeah,
0: just a big circle logo. Yeah. And you yeah. can stick it on stuff like your forehead. We're so creative. So clever. Oh, so clever. We are so clever. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hey, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much uh, for hearing me out and letting me rant. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to the show. Thank you for your time and your attention. Don't forget, you have something to contribute to this conversation. We're heading over to the Show Talk channel in our Discord server and you can join us right there by becoming a supporting member at the deluxe level. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright and we'll see you right back here next week <laughs> Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. And the treatment.